All right, guys, welcome to the second half of the podcast team, Monday, August 28, 2023, the MAOB Daily Podcast. Adam Martin, Joy Big Marcel, your two hosts of the show. We're going to be previewing UFC Paris, gone for Spivak, and we'll break down uh, Dana White Contender Series 60 after that. But the bulk of the card, or not the bulk of the card, the bulk of the show will be on the UFC Paris card. Uh, we should mention that there's two fights that are missing right now. Um, that lost their fight today, I believe it was, Marcel, right? So William Gomez was supposed to fight, um, what's his name? Lucas uh, Almeida. Lucas Almeida, and that, that fight's off because Almeida's out. So I think they're looking for an opponent, right? Yeah. And the other fight that got pulled was Taylor Lapolis against uh, Moulin Gafarov. Uh, Gafarov's out. So hopefully they find opponents for these guys. I hope uh, so, right? I think that, listen, if it was the other way around, they wouldn't serve us, but these are two French yeah. guys, so they will yeah. definitely try to we'll get find someone. Yeah. What do you think? It's going to be some European guys, probably? It's possible. It's also possible they just do somebody, maybe with, who is, uh, and, and uh, how do you say that? Who are traveling with other fighters, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. All right, man, let's get into it. Let's just get some comments. Looks like UFC is doing the same for upcoming Irish card set up with the new signings. Fair enough. Uh, John, what's up? Like, see, only fighters. There's seven new fighters in this card, and they might actually get more. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, like Glenn, uh, like Marcel said, um, hopefully. Nothing, nothing, nothing at the moment. Yet. Oh, Timur would be great if they could bring in Timur. That would be awesome. He deserves it. And to all the top, brother. All right, let's get into it, guys. We're going to break down the whole card. I'll give you your, uh, get your opinion first on, on the card as a whole. I know you're not a huge fan of it, Marcel. What do you think? On paper, I think it's a really weak art, to be really honest. You know, I, I feel like, listen, guys, I, I'm not like that there always have to be big names on the card. But if you ask a, a certain amount of money for a card, in my opinion, you should give the people the value they deserve. You know what I mean? I mean, like a Brazilian of fight fans asked for Abdul Abduragimov on this card to make his debut. The UFC just didn't look at it. Yeah, they did look at him, but they just didn't give him contract because the card was too full. Not have a fucking 10 cards on the fight, you know, on the card. You have 10 fights on the fucking card, you know. And now we went to PFL, you know. So, I mean, I hear a lot of people, actually French people, who have sold their ticket after that happened because they wanted to see him and they were hoping he was on the card. But also, like, the USC is really like they built this card around Gan and the Furo Namayunas fight. You know, they were like, we have these two fights on. As long as these two, fight, these two fights are on, we can put on the card whatever we want, you know. It's, I don't say it's a bad card. Don't get me wrong. There can be some fun fights on this one. Mm-hmm. But, man, I mean, listen, to be really honest, if you put this card last year in front of me, I probably wouldn't have known three or four fighters on this card, you know? Fair enough. And, and that's weird because normally even when the UFC signs somebody, I know who they are. You know what I mean? Sure so, enough. Yeah. yeah, I agree. By the way, this is a great question from Pato. Hey, Pato, what's up? Um Lazy King got passed, but they signed all these like random guys, like uh, so, from Kiefer Crosby, Bellator yeah. guy. Yeah. I tell you, what, uh, kind of what happened. I don't know if I already told in the podcast, but I'll do it anyways. So they gave an offer to another team to fight Abdul Abduragimov in the UFC, and I have contact with that team. And that team told me, like, do you know if Abdul has actually uh, accepted the fight because we're waiting for two weeks already. I was like, that's weird. So I went to Abdul's side and Abdul tells me like, we haven't got anything, man. This is the first time I'm hearing about it. I was like, that's weird. So I went back to the team. It's like, he didn't get anything from the UFC. So that team calls with the UFC. I won't say who from the UFC said it, but they were like, yeah, 
we wanted to do this fight, but actually the card is pretty full, so we're probably not going to do this fight. So they considered Abdul, but they were like, no, the card is too full, we're not going to do it. And now Abdul signed with PFL. That's just stupid, you know what I mean? It's just stupid because they're they're signing guys who are like 5 and 4 or 5 and 1, 4 and 1, uh, 7 and 3, 10 and 5, for example, you know. And you get Abdul, who's really good, and he was really popular, and people wanted to see him in Paris. I don't get that kind of stuff, you know. That's probably also because they probably offered him 12 plus 12, maybe, you know. That's pro probably also a thing, you know. It's just stupid, you know. In yeah. my opinion, it's stupid, but yeah, it, it is what it is, you know. Completely agreed. Uh, two comments. This guy doesn't like the card. Um, JP should say, not this guy. He respectfully, JP. Uh, yeah, the cards aren't great. Like, I mean, they're selling out, though, Lynn, so what do they care, right? That's with Australia. For for a fight. Yeah, like the top two cards are fights are really good, obviously. Either UFC Fernandez, Lucas Crew Abdul. Yeah, I mean, I don't is he really screwed? He's going to PFL probably will win a million dollars. He probably did better than he would in the UFC. All right, guys, let's get into the preview, man, because there's a lot of fights to talk about. We do have 10 fights left, and again, we might get one or two more. Let's start with the first fight, Marcel. Here we go. We got Bandonweight, Farid Basharat taking on Clayton Rodriguez. I don't know if you noticed they changed Clayton Rodriguez's name. Did you see that? Yeah, Clady Clady-son. Yeah, and he's on a new weight class now, right? So he got forced up to 135 because he, he has weight twice. Also one of the better fights on the cards. They have them the Buried on the prelims, and I think it's a good fight too. So anyways, yeah. uh, odds for this one, Basharat is his favorite here. He's minus – let me pull it up here. Minus 3 uh, fifty, three ten, and plus 250 on, on Rodriguez. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, I'm going with Basharat here. I don't have to think a lot about it. I mean, Clayson Rodriguez, he's a fun fighter, but I've seen him at flyweight, you know. Uh, CJ Fergara, he lost his debut too. I think he actually should have won that fight, to be really honest, you know. And against Shannon Ross, yeah, I mean, Shannon Ross, not really UFC caliber. I, I, I like the guy, but got to be honest. And yeah. with Basharat, I was kind of impressed by Basharat, what I've seen so far, you know. And the thing is, his win over Demont Blackshear, Look actually yep. better as yep. well now, you know. It yep. looks actually better. And the Alan Bogoso fight he beat in Katana series was yep. also not a bad fighter at all. Yep. So yeah, I'm pick I'm not picking a finish here, but I'm definitely going with Basharat. I think he wins a unanimous decision, a clear decision. He wins. He I like him a lot here. I think he grinds it out. I think I'm with you. I think he wins every round, takes him down, grinds him out. You know, he's he's just a bigger guy, bigger, stronger guy. He has the height advantage, reach advantage, he's younger, undefeated. There's everything there's like about this guy. Like I'd be pretty surprised if he lost, honestly. I guess Rodriguez might be the better striker. I'll give him that, but I don't think it'll matter because he'll be on his back most of this fight. I expect Barasrod to take him down, grind him out. I don't know if he finishes, but I expect to win like a clean decision here. So Basharat, I think he's a good parlay piece this week, guys. I, I like him here. Also, Pato, I, I disagree with you, man. I mean, like, like what's the UFC gonna offer? Maybe, like, maybe at most 50 and 50, maybe. Like at most, probably not even, probably 25, 25. Come on, million dollars, he's probably going to win it. I, I think anyone would make that decision. That's my opinion. You're going to jump in? You something to say? Yeah, man. I know for, for, for sure that Abdul, if they get, if the UFC came to him, he would have taken it, dude. So uh, he, he really wanted to go to the UFC. But he was like, I cannot wait any more longer. And PFL was so respectful to him in the, in the meeting. And he, he felt really good about him. So he went with them. He's like, I cannot wait in the hope that the UFC signs me. And then I say no to PFL, you know. And then, I, and then the UFC doesn't come. And what then? You know, then I said no to PFL, and the UFC didn't came. What, what, what then? You know, so, yeah, I mean, I think the UFC made a huge mistake, but that's my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. We have 
Angelosa taking on Reese McKees, making his return to the UFC. Odds for this one, Angelosa minus 190, plus 160, Reese McKee. Go ahead, Marcel. Yeah, difficult, I think. You know, if you look at Angelosa, we all remember that crazy fight against Jack Della Maddalena in the Contender Series, where, th- where he lost, but I thought he should have got a contract of that one as well. Went to XMMA, defeat John Howard, a uh, former UFC fighter. Then came UFC, short notice fight against Munir Laziz, lost the fight, and the AJ Fletcher fight was a crazy fight, I remember. You know, many both guys had a good a good moments in that fight, and he, he got his first win in UFC. Riz McKee, yeah, I remember he uh, remember he got the phone call from his manager like, you got signed with the UFC, we have a fight for you. He's like, you're fighting Kamsa Chimaev. He's like, yeah, I don't know who that is, but looking forward to it. Yeah, man, Kamsa Chimaev, he walked through him, but yeah, I mean, that wasn't uh, wasn't bad. The Alex Morono fight was actually remembered that uh, that he lost his, like, I think his mouthpiece, and it was stuck somewhere in the octagon, and they said to stop the fight to find the mouthpiece. Can you remember that? So, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So, um, yeah, and then he went to Cage Warriors and uh, he got champion there, won three fights yep. back to back. Yep. Good win over Burlinson. The Mantikivi fight was a good win, and the Wall Hat was, yeah, fourth round. But the thing is, like, Wall had a super tough. He's also, by the way, a former UFC fighter. Wall yep. He fought Ayari. You know, Jim. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, man, I, I'm going with Reese McKee here. Maybe you can be crazy, but I'm going with Reese McKee. I think he can win. He got a huge height advantage. He got a reach advantage here. Uh, I think a lot of a lot of fight will play will take place standing. Uh, Reese McKee, unanimous decision. I don't think it's crazy at all. I, I, this this fight to me is more of a coin flip. Like I, yeah, I think the odds is. are a little bit off here on on Alosa. This is a tough one to pick, man. Honestly, like because to me, like McKee, he's looked better lately, but I still feel like the takedown defense is an issue. Um, like Morono took him down, obviously Hamza took him down, but uh, and then what's his name? Losa, that's kind of like what he did to Fletcher, right? Like he, he can kind of you know mix it up a little bit. Um, he had the two takedowns on Fletcher, he had the one on Jack. Um, his striking is is decent too, it's passable, right? It's it's decent. Um, but I think the way he wins this fight is by taking the fight to the ground. Uh, this is this is a like a sketchy pick, I think. I wouldn't bet on this fight either. It might be dogger pass based on the line. I'm leaning towards Losa by decision, Marcel, but it's not a confident pick by any means. I'm staying the fuck away from this fight. It's not like the first fight where I'm like, yeah, Bashra wins. Like this one's like, uh, I don't know about this one. I think it could be go either way. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. We have Nora Cornell taking on Jocelyn Edwards. Cornell making her UFC debut. Odds for this one, Edwards minus 120, Cornell plus 100. So very, very close odds here. Uh, want me to start on this one, Marcel? Oh, yeah, please do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So I never watched tape on this girl until this morning. I'll be honest with you. Um, and Cornell, I'm talking about, obviously. Yeah. Because, like, on paper, right, I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, I'm like, Edwards has, like, six fights in the UFC. She's on three-fight win streak, although some of the fights were close. And then she's 27, right? So I'm like, all right, like, that's my lean heading into the tape study, just based on the biometrics. Then I watched the tape, and, man, I think Cornell's good, dude. I liked what I saw. I liked what I saw, Marcel. I don't know if you watched did – you, did you watch the tape on her? Have you seen – Yeah, yeah. So I'll get your thoughts in a sec. But I liked what I saw, dude. I got to be honest. I thought she looked great. I, I really did. She's a she's a uh, striking background. But what I was impressed by is her grappling. Like, almost every fight she's getting her opponents to the ground. Now, granted, her level of competition hasn't been great, guys. I get that. And she is an older fighter. I get that as well. She's 34. So you don't really see that happening too often making the debut. But it is a women's division, so it's a little different. But honestly, man, I liked what I saw. Like, and I think the grappling is going to be the difference in this fight. I think she could take down Edwards and 
and take her down and, and, and hold her there, control her a little bit. Most of her wins are by stoppage, too. It's possible she could finish the fight. Um, Edwards, pretty tough. Really good volume on the feet. Good striker. Um, you know, hopefully she makes weight. She's missed weight twice in a row, so she better make it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be a close fight. I'm not going to bet on it, but my lean is towards Cornell. I think she can grind this one out. I, I liked what I saw. So... Yeah, I, I honestly, man, I thought that I thought she looked good on tape, better than I expected. And I'm going to pick her to win uh, a decision, I guess, in this fight. I think it'll be competitive and she'll grind it out. What do you think? Yeah, I think Jocelyn Atwood's record is way better than it actually should have been. You know, I think she got lucky in her last two fights with split decisions that she shouldn't have got, in my yep. opinion. Yep. Um, Cornell, yeah, I, I remember Cornell from uh, from Infusion where she fought kickboxing. You know, that's where, where I saw her uh, a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, I agree with you on the on the ground. She looks pretty decent for for somebody who has actually has been a, a kickboxer, Muay Thai fighter, pretty most of her career before she went to MMA. Um, I'm also taking a gamble here on Cornell. I actually picking her by finish here, man. It's possible. Uh, yeah, I think I pick her with first round finish. Actually, Ooh, that'd be uh, nice. Yeah, possible. Yeah, I pick her with first round finish. Yeah, I think she uh, she maybe ground up pounds her. Yeah, I think the girl's pretty good, guys. Honestly, like, uh, yeah, I mean, again, no experience in the UFC and uh, you know older prospect, but you gotta like what you see from the tape, man. It looked really good. Yeah, it's funny that Cornell and Calf Conte both fought, yeah, and now they're both funny. making debuts. I think they fought in 2018 or something. Say Cornell traveling at. Uh, Great Britain top team. Okay, well, that's, that's interesting. The last thing is kind of weird, cornhole. That's the game in uh, you throw like the beanbag into a hole. <laughs> She's got a very strange last thing, I'll say that. All right, let's get to the next fight here. Speaking of the devil, Jacqueline Cavalcante taking on Zara Farron. And this women's bantamweight bout sees Cavalcante is a big favorite here, Marcel. She is minus 360, plus 285 in Zara Farron. All right, so again, <laughs> New fighter that I haven't really seen fight, right? Like, she's the LFA champion, but I didn't see the fight until, like, today. Um, mm -hmm. I watched the tape on her. Um, I mean, I think there's something here. I actually, like, I liked Cornell's tape better, personally. But the, the thing about this girl, she's only 25, right? She's so young. She's super young. Good striker, though. I, I, I assumed she was a grappler. I just assumed that. I don't know why I assumed that, but I did. And then I watched her fight. And she's a striker. She's a pure striker. Um, she has a little bit of grappling, but not really. More of a striker. Um, but super young, right? 25 years old. And then you got Farron here. So by the way, Marcel, Tap Alden sure I have a list at 36, but UFC stats said she's 39. So I don't know if you want to correct that or if it's what's what's right or wrong. Do you know about this? Well, Farron, I have no idea. Yeah, UFC stats has her listed at 83, but you guys have 86. So I, I checked that over. So right now, I, I, if, if UFC stats is correct, which I'm assuming it would be, I would hope it would be, it's the UFC's official stats, 14-year age gap. So while Farron did... Go ahead, go ahead. Well, would it, let me see. Would it Fran last fight, Josiana Nunes? Yeah. Let's see if we see the tail of the tape. Sure. Pulled up. It was uh, earlier this year. So, yeah, uh, Farron, in that fight, actually looked decent. Like, it, her best performance in the UFC, but still lost. 0-3 in the UFC. She's been in the UFC for four years. Hasn't won a fight. Hasn't won a fight in six years. Um, decent striker, and that's about it. Like, I don't see much upside here. I know she's from Paris or whatever. Um Maybe the, the scorecards could lean towards her if it goes to the decision. But, I mean, Cavalcante, I think, is just much younger fighter, faster fighter, probably has a little bit more power, too. Um, and I think she probably wins this fight. So the line's high, but I think she wins, man. I think Cavalcante wins. 
I'd be surprised if a, if a 39-year-old beat a 25-year-old, personally. What do you think, man? Keep talking, man. I'm still searching. Sure, no problem. He's going to look for that, guys. Uh, here's a comment, by the way, from Patty Brady. Going to get tickets so bad it gets boring and he passed. Oh, fair enough, man. But, yeah, I think, it, I mean, if you're a fan of the sport, I would go if you can afford it. Fan could get a win. She could win, but, like, I don't know, man. Again, 39 for what we're seeing, right? You have some stats. Against a girl that's also a striker. Like, it's going to be it's striker for strikers. That gives fair a chance. But, again, like, just to me, this doesn't pass the eye test. She, she was 39 against Nunes. Yeah, so she's 39 years old. So I'm not picking her. I'm picking the 25-year-old. Uh, when was she born? Can you tell me? I will 83, will... 1983. Uh, okay, August 29. Or sorry, uh, wrong, wrong person. Uh, December 10th, 1983. Yeah, it's changed now. Yeah, perfect. Awesome. Sherdog also has 80, 86. That's why I double-checked with you, but I think it's 83. So just something to know. I mean, people are probably doing their breakdown saying, oh, she's 36. She's 39. I'm not picking a 39-year-old against 25-year-old fighter who's, like, pretty talented. I'm assuming you're picking Cavalcante. Yeah, I'm definitely picking Cavalcante. I, I, I think only, Fran gets only picked by either her family members and her teammates. Um, I mean, Cavalcante, she also trains with, with, with a good team of, of girls. I think she trains with, uh, I think she trains with Sabina Maso, for example. Um, and with uh, without her, let me see. Uh, she trains at Black House MMA. Yeah, she trains with some uh, some decent. Doesn't uh, Tabata Tabata Ricci also train at Black House, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so um, and yeah, also, I think training also, with uh, Sabina Mazzo, that's the girl she's training with, they're like, yeah, friends. and yeah. Piara Rodriguez, also, yep. I think. So, yeah, 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 there's some uh, there's some decent uh, there's some decent girls in the gym there. Sure. Uh, Cavalcanti, um, I think she, I think at least she's better than Sarah Fern, you know. Sure. Sarah Fern is like pretty much, I don't want to shit on her, but she's pretty much like the worst girl in the UFC right now, she's not good at all, dude. No. Um, and she's going to be six and six after this fight, I think. Is she going to make weight? That's the question. Yeah, that's also a thing. That's also the thing with Jocelyn Atwards, by the way. They should have done Jocelyn Atwards. They should have the rematch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they want to build up new fighters. That's why they yeah, I understand. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, now I'm picking Cavalcanti. Yeah, I'm going with decision win. But yeah, that's, I, I, that's why I have. But even I wouldn't be surprised if she finishes her, you know. I get, Glenn, I get what you're saying, but Farron is just not good, dude, in my opinion. Again, I know she had. Somewhat competitive fight with Josie and uh, Ed, Josie and Nunez, but I don't know. She doesn't pass the eye test for me, so I'm going to go by what I saw. I'm not saying Cavalcanti is amazing though. I, I wasn't like super blown away by any means, but I, I think she wins this fight. If she loses this fight, it's just like wow. All right, next fight, guys. We got uh, this is a good one too. I think two guys making their debut: the last pirate, Morgan Sherrier, taking on Manolo Zucchini. Uh, Venetian Angel or something, I think his name is. Um, and I'll give my thoughts on this one too because I just watched the tape on uh, well, both guys as well, but I've seen Sherry fight minus three or five on the last pirate plus 245 on the Venetian Angel. All right, let me start with uh, Sherry or Marcelo. So we've obviously seen him fight many times in, in Cage Warriors, you know, lots of experience, right? Fighting five round fights, uh, fights some really good competition, good fighter, solid fighter, you know. Pretty good striker, pretty good grappler, very well rounded. Uh, shitload of experience. You know, this is his 20, 29th fight. What is that, Marcel? Marcel, I can hear something. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's like 29 fights, I think. So he's got a ton of experience, right? Coming in his de debut, 27 years old. So there's just a lot to like about Sherry. But I'll, I'll tell you this. Zakini is a guy I've never, I honestly, Marcel, I haven't heard of him. Now, I, I did look back and he fought on that Venator FC card where, uh, mm -hmm. Um, Emil Weber Mech knocked out Paul Harris. So that that card had so many guys ended up in the UFC, which is crazy. And he's one of them, obviously. Because you look at that card, Marcel, look at the guys that ended the UFC. Mech, um, 
Vittori, um, Jack Hermanson, uh, who else was it? This guy, uh, Daniel Barwardo. There's all these guys on that first or that third Venator card where they kind of like broke out as a big promotion in, in Italy. So I watched this guy's tape today. Dude, I mean, he's he's a fun guy to watch, man. He's got some really good striking guys. He's a fun guy to watch. Really good striking. That, that knee knockout I had in this last fight was fucking crazy. Insane. I don't know if you saw it, Marcel. It was a crazy yeah, knee knockout. Yeah, it was sick. So I liked what I saw, but I'll tell you right now, like striking-wise, you can win a lot of fights, but the grappling's an issue. And that fight with that Carol Matulo Sufiev guy, that German guy, taken down, easily controlled. And that's what I think Sherrier does here. I think it's it's not the best like matchup for his debut because for Sherry and his France, because it's more of a fight where you should be taking the guy down. So I think the crowd might not like the way he fights here, but I think he's going to fight smart. I think he'll take his opponent down, grind him out. So I do think Sherry wins. He's minus three or five for a reason. I think he'll grind it out, but man, I, I like Zucchini better than I thought. Like striking is awesome. I just think it's a bad matchup for him against the guy who's going to grapple him. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, man, Morgan Charrier has been like a long uh, favorite of a lot of people, you know, in Cage Warriors. He, uh, he he did pretty well. He was a champion there. The, I think he lost to Jordan Fusinic and Paul Hughes, who are yep. like pretty much the top guys in that division over there. But he got signed by the UFC. He was in Paris, in Paris right? The funny thing is when they do like a poll for Cage Warriors or Morgan Charrier, he wins every single poll with 99% of the votes. Because he got so many people who are loving him in France, he got a lot of a huge fan base. That's also pretty much why probably the UFC is taking him for this for this event, you know. Um, and he's talented as well. Yeah, Manolo Sacchini, Um I like him as well. Don't get me wrong, but I'm fully agree with you, Adam. I think uh, I think Morgan Shaya plays safe here. Yep. Uh, he wants to have that this win in front of his home crowd, yep. and his home crowd is not going to boo him if he if he if he if he goes safe here. He, they want him to win, so uh, yeah, for me as well, Morgan Charrier by a unanimous decision. Yeah, I think it's fight. You know, like I say, it could be exciting, but I feel like the guy will take the path of least resistance because he's got thirty fights of experience, right? So yeah. I think he'll fight really smart here. All right, here we go. This fight between. Yanni Gamery and Cal Lauren. It should be a good fight too, I think. Um, this is opening up the main card. Two pretty solid prospects. Again, uh, again, there's a lot of new fighters in this card that I don't watch all the other promotions, like unless the guys get signed to the UFC, really. And uh, did the tape study. And these bandweights are pretty uh, pretty good prospects, I think. You know, let's start with the odds. Uh, Lauren is a big favorite, minus 300, plus 240 in Gamery. So start with Lauren. Yeah, I mean, the guy's good, right? Like he's, he's solid. You know, he's a good Irish prospect. He's got good ground game, right? Like really good ground game. Um, and he could get his opponents down, beat them up, and ground and pound them, and, and just dominate them on the ground. It's impressive. I mean, the guy's good. There's no doubt. He's a he's a re- here for a reason. Gamery, I, I like. I thought he looked good too, Marcel. I liked what I saw from this guy as well. I, again, some striking he's got, but he also has some grappling. And I think he's a striking from a, from a striking background, but his grappling impressed me. So yeah, I, I think this fight is is is, is a good fight. I, I lean towards Lauren. He probably wins this fight, probably gets him down, grinds him out, or, or ground and pounds him. But, uh, yeah, man, I thought that Gamery looked good, too. So, the fact that it's the main card opener, maybe the UFC sees, like, a, a fight that could go either way here, and, and the French guy could pull it off. I don't know. We'll see. Two good prospects. I like the fight. like it a lot. Um, I lean towards Lauren, probably ground and pound again. That's what he does in all his fights. But, man, I think the other guy's really good, too. So, what do you think? Yeah, man, Callan Lovren, he's been like a uh, big talent in Ireland, right? Yeah. Uh, did well, very well in Cage Warriors, but became a champion there. I actually was like really on the fence because I thought he was talented, but, you know, 
I was like, let's see. But when he when he defeated Luke Shanks, I was like, former champion. Um, yep. Well, it was really good. And then he de they defeated Dylan Hassan, who was like undefeated. I fought in front of his own crowd in Italy. It was really good. Actually, also, do, do you know who he beat in his first two fights as a professional, Callum Lovren? Well, I have his thing out right now, so yeah. You should check. You should check the <laughs> records of the two he beat. Yeah, I know. The one guy, Will Cairns, is a scrub, and that Reese Street guy is also a scrub. These guys have, like, uh, they're, like, flag on topology. Yeah. yeah. They're, both, they're both shit fighters. They're not really even, like, real fighters, right? They're, like, Bob Sapp, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... 0-31, 39 I mean, come on. <laughs> crazy. You got the Yannis Jamuri. I think Jamuri is really he, he's a good fighter. You know what I've seen from him in Brave. You know, he fought in Brave and he also fought in UIA Warriors. Um this is a difficult one. I, I wouldn't be surprised, man, if Jamuri gets that gets the upset here, you know, because I think he's a really decent fighter too, you know. But um, I've got to go with Lovren. I'm more uh, confident in that he can can get the win here with his grappling. I would go with Lovren decision. I think it will be a fun fight then. Yeah, those, those those two guys are so shit. Uh, the one dude's zero and forty, and the other guy's one in forty-two. Imagine being the one guy that, that that he beat. Like that guy must really fucking suck. Mark Holford, holy crap, that dude sucks. Anyways, it's like, yeah. it's <laughs> like what's your what's your favorite guy? What's his name again? Uh, we always mention the show. Oh, uh, Jellis, Jellis, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you picked Lauren too. You took him, yeah, yeah. But you like Gamery, eh? Yeah, yeah, he's a good fighter. Yeah, he's not bad. I think it was a good signing, personally. Um, Cowan coming out of Kibon is a good thing. Yeah, and this guy likes that uh, game. I think he's got a chance. I, I, I'm gonna pass on this one. Yeah, Sharia should have been in the UFC a while ago. He's good. He's solid. Lots of experience. But uh, he was losing some like key fights in, in Cage Warriors. That's yeah, he, he lost to Paul Hughes and Fusinich, but Paul yeah. Hughes also deserves to be in the UFC. Yeah, opinion. he should be. I watched that fight today. Actually, the yeah. um five round title fight they had. All right, go to the next fight here. We got uh, Volkan Uzdemir taking on Bogdan Guskos Guskov. Um. Making his debut on, on uh, short notice, I believe it's supposed to be Uzdemir against uh, Azamat Mirzakarov. I would have picked Azamat. I uh, will say that right now. I know you would have picked him too, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah. Odds for this one: Volkan Uzdemir minus one eighty-five, Bogdan Guskov plus one fifty-five. I'll start on this one too, Marcel, because again, I you know do the tape starting in this guy. Mm -hmm. um, so let's start with uh, you know the the, the stalwart here, Uzdemir. I mean, listen, the guy is kind of turned to a gatekeeper at this point, but. He's still got power, and he's still, like, pretty durable. Um, I know he's been dropped a few times, but, you know, he's still hanging in there. And he does have that win with Paul Craig last year. That, that win looks a little better now. I know it was a, Paul Craig got one of his fight at 185. Yes, we but still looks okay. And we've seen the guy. He's got some power, right? He's a good striker. Um, don't completely trust his chin. That's why I was going to pick Merzikon. But here's the thing. I know Guskov's got power, right? Anthony Smith Jr., um, lookalike. He's got power, but... His chin's also kind of sketchy, in my opinion. He's been he's been knocked out. He's been dropped, and his wrestling's not very good either, from what I saw. So he's got a puncher's chance, obviously. And he's got he's got knockout power, but like I think Volcan can use his experience here and just fight a smart fight, grind this guy against the fence, get him down to the ground, beat him up. I think he could win by like a late stoppage with ground and pound or something. So I'll go with the Ustamir Marcel by knockout. It's not like the most confident pick because I don't really trust him anymore personally, but. If you ask me who wins this fight, it's got, I'm picking Volkan Uzdemir. What do you think? Um, yeah, I think it's a difficult one because I, I don't really believe in Volkan Uzdemir anymore, to be really honest. Um, uh, uh, he's fighting uh, Bogdan uh, Smith, Smithkov, right? Um, yeah, I mean, Bog, Bogdan is training with uh, Johnny Walker's brother, Walter Walker, and uh, Sharapudi Magomedov at Gore MMA. Um, 
he looks good in his fights, man. What I've seen, but the, I have the feeling like that a lot of his opponents aren't are great quality wins. You know what I mean? So that's how I think it's difficult to say what he's going to do here. Um, I would say it's either Gustav gets the early finish, or Ozdemir wins his decision. That's what I feel like, and then I will take a gamble with this one this time, and I go with Gustav with the ground finish. There we go. We got a dog pick from ourselves for Gustav by, by not. <laughs> I don't. Think, I don't think this woof woof. Indeed, I don't think the fight goes the distance. By the way, you forgot to press the the button on the Nora Cornell because we both had her as a consensus dog, so you missed. Woof, 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 woof. All right, there you go. We'll take that. Yeah, Joe, I I kind of agree with this. Like the experience to me is like what's that? That's the reason I'm picking here, especially. Alrighty, guys, just a couple of fights left. This card only has ten fights on it right now. We got uh, this is a good fight. Lightweight bout Benoit Saint Denis against one of the best fights. Moises, yeah, very good fight. Odds for this one: Benoit Saint Denis minus one fifty five, Moises plus one thirty. I'm picking Saint Denis. Like, I think the guys look phenomenal lately, man. Like, he's looked amazing. Uh, the fight with Bonfim was beyond impressive. His striking looked amazing, and then his ground game looked amazing. The fight against uh, Gabriel Miranda, he looked amazing, knocking him down three times and then finishing him. And Stoltz, uh, tr- uh, taking him down three times, finishing him. And then the, the Santos fight again. That was his debut. It was at welterweight, and we saw how durable the dude is. Now that was an epic beatdown. I gotta be honest. After that, I was like, oh, I can never pick this guy. But my God, he's looked good. He's looked amazing. And then Moises, I'll give Moises credit too. Like he's looked good at times, right? Like he has really good wins on his resume. Some really nice wins. Like the Costa guy. I know it was a different weight class, but he looked great in that fight. Thiago's, Alexander Hernandez, Bobby Green, Michael Johnson, like. Kurt Hollibo, he's got some good wins, man, you know, but I, I also feel like he's beatable, you know, like I, I feel like he's a guy that you could, you could finish, get finished potentially, especially a guy against a guy like Sandy, who's so dangerous, and Sandy, he's fighting at home, and he's the kind of guy that I think is really going to get fired up for this fight, um, a guy with, you know, great cardio, a guy with great condition, a guy with a great chin, a guy with um, good ground game, good striking, like, to me, Moises is like kind of a gatekeeper now, I think Sandy, he's like, Going to the top 15, man. He's on a roll. I like this guy. I think he wins. I think he finishes this fight. I think he's going to knock out Diego Moises. That's my pick. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's a difficult pick, to be really honest, man. Moises hasn't been finished unless it was against uh, Islam Makachev, right? I mean, with submission, for example. <clears throat> and I see Saint-Denis. I think it's a competitive fight, to be honest, man. But the, the momentum is more with Saint-Denis, although uh, Moises won his last two fights. Um, it's also in France. I'm also going with Saint Denis. I don't think I see a finish. I'm going with a decision win for Benoit Saint Denis here. There you go. We both like him there. Benoit Saint Denis. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, oh, that's the last fight with uh, Vulcan. Yeah, I agree. By the way, I want to get this comment. Gustav's last one last six, seven fraud check. So he might get fraud check here. We'll say this though: that like Carlos Eduardo guy fought John Jones once. So he's kind of like the park reporter a little bit of that uh, circuit. Anyways, uh, all right, cool. Just a couple fights left here, guys. Let's go to the co-main event here. We have Manon Furo taking on Rose Namajunas. And odds for this one have Manon is minus 185, Rose plus 155. I'll get your thoughts on the first one. Yeah, this is another tricky one, to be really honest. You know, Manon yeah. Furo, she has looked good so far in the UFC. Um, won everything. So her only loss in her career came against uh, Leah McCorth. I actually was live there, and I think Manon Furo won that fight. So. Um, then look at Rose, man. Rose looks so bad. Her last fight, man, against Carla. She looks so bad. I mean, she really looked like that. She didn't want to be in there, you know. And the thing is, if Rose is on, I think she can beat Manon. But is Rose on? 
you ne you never know, you know. You get you can get focus rose and you can get rose who isn't really there. And if rose isn't really there, Manon wins the fight, you know. If rose is there, actually wants to fight hard and wants to go for a flyweight title, she can win against Manon because I still think she's be way better on the ground than Manon is, and I think she can give her run for her money on the feet. That said, it's too much of a liability to me, and that said, I'm going with Manon Fioro, unanimous decision winner. Yeah. It's tough, in my opinion. Like, because Manon, like, they're obviously trying to get her a winner, I would say, in France. I mean, like, on paper, it looks like that. But, like, I just don't, I think people are overlooking Rose, too. Like, Rose is one of the best women's fighters of all time. You know, she's beaten Joanna twice, she finished her. She's beaten Zhang twice, finished her. Beaten Andrade uh, once, you know. Uh, she it's just a great, just look at her resume. It's insane. Like, she's fought killers, like, some of the best women's fighters of all time. Everyone's writing her off because of her last fight with this bar and that grappling match with Julia Robertson. I don't really look at that grappling match, to be honest with you. I look more of that. Uh, pardon? Sorry? Me neither. Me yeah, I don't really look at that. It's like a different sport. I mean, like, yeah. there's, I guess you could take something, but like, Julia Robertson's a good grappler. So, like, in a grappling match, she could win. But, anyways, as far as the Sparza fight goes, it was, it was terrible. Having said that, she could have still won the decision. It was a split decision. It could have gone either way. It wasn't like she got blown out. It was just a horrible fight. No one did anything. If if she if her head's on right here, she could win this fight. You know, uh, it just depends what kind of mentality she comes into the fight with. Because like, the killer thug Rose is one of the best women's fighters we've ever seen. Um, this one's tough, guys. Honestly, I, when the, when the fight first got announced, my immediate thought was like Rose will win this fight. Now, as we get closer to it, I, I have some more doubt just because I don't know. Furo, obviously, like I said, is, is a good fighter, but like at the same time, man, she hasn't blown me away, guys. You know, she's been winning these fights, but I think while she's looked good, it's not been blowing me away. And then with, with Rose, when she wins, she blows me away. And, like, again, I can't discount these wins that she has over Zhang. I mean, two wins over Zhang. Like, that's that says something right there, you know, in, in my opinion. So, uh, it's not a confident pick, but I'll, I'll, I'll lean towards the dog by decision. I'll take Rose by decision, Marcel. Um, that's my pick here, so. We'll see, guys. I mean, she is moving up to weight. Someone points out it's definitely something I mentioned, but you know, she's only two inches shorter, and the reach is the same too. So it's not like it's like a huge size discrepancy, in my opinion. I think watching the weigh-in for this one would be good too, just to see what they look like. But uh, yeah, I think Rose can win a decision here. It's just it's not confident though, just based on her last fight. But uh, I just can't discount the experience, the high-level experience, man. You know, so at her best, I think she's one of the best of all time in the women's weight classes. So I'll take Rose win a decision. All right, go to the main event here, Marcel. It's a good one here as well. We got Cyril Gone taking on Sergey Spivak, the polar bear. Up to this one, Gone is favored minus 170 and plus 140 on Spivak. So I'll give my quick thoughts on this one as well, Marcel. I mean, listen, like there's a lot of people picking Spivak, right? I think Marcus, he's in the chat. I think he's on Spivak. I get it. Spivak's looked fantastic lately. His ground game's really good. Um, look at his last three fights. He's got 15 takedowns. I mean, it's fucking impressive, right? And uh, mm -hmm. finishing everyone too. But I still question the chin a little bit, guys. Like he's been knocked out a couple times. And the fights he can't get to the ground, he gets in trouble. And with Khan, like I get it. Jones took him down. Francis took him down. And the, the takedown defense on paper is 45%. That's very bad. Like let's be honest, it's terrible, right? I still think though that this guy, there's still something here with him. He keeps it standing. If he keeps it standing, he wins easily, right? That's just the question though. Can he keep it standing? We'll see. We'll see. But I, I, I do think that the Paris crowd here will fire him up. I think he'll have a better showing than the fight against Jones. And again, at Gon's best, he is one of the best heavyweights in the world too. So 
Yeah, I'm going to go with Gone here, Marcel. I'll take him to win by knockout. I think he'll finish Spivak in like, I'll say, first or second round by knockout. What do you think? Same same way. I think uh, Gone wins the fight. Um, listen, man, Spivak might be better on him than the ground. Uh, than him on the ground, but he has to get the fight to the ground. Yeah. Um, Gone will try to pick him apart from the outside, like he always tries to do. Um, yeah. I think he catches him somehow in the first, second, or third round, and he pushes him away. Definitely in front of his home crowd. It's not gonna. Listen, man, you saw him against Ty, and I know Ty doesn't have the takedown uh, thing going on, but he's tough. You know, many people would be knocked out by that shot Ty landed, and he he had that that drive that put him through and then he knocked out Ty. So I think, yep. um, and God knows as well, if he, if he loses this one, he's fucked in the division. You know, he yep. knows that he needs to win here and he's going to win. I think I'm picking a serial guy. Yeah. It's just the people in the chat. They, 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 they think the, the, um, the wrestler wins in the spot. Maybe. I mean, gone, there's, there's no doubt. Awesome. Spivak's the better grappler. And you, yeah, yeah. it's MMA, right? So I usually do lean the grappler. It's just that, I just again, I'm not ready to write off Gone because of the loss to Jones and Nagano. Like losses, I should say. I'm just not ready to write. I mean, he lost to like argue the two best heavyweights in that ever fought in the UFC. I mean, I guess Steve would be up there too. Maybe two of the best three or something. I guess you could take these two. Anyways, two of the better guys. <laughs> like yeah, just say two of the best. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like he lost to the best fighter of all time in his last fight. Like I don't think it's the worst loss to have. You know, the Francis one is a little more concerning. But again, that fight, with Marcel, he doesn't go for that leg rock around. Was it round five? Yeah. He wins the fight. So, yeah, yeah. we'll see. Because feedback's look good, man. He's improved. But I, I still question the chain. I still uh, question the striking. And don't forget, like, Gan said he expected Ghana to grapple. He absolutely didn't expect Ghana to grapple there. Nobody yeah, yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still at the comments. A lot of people do like uh, Spivak. And I don't blame you guys. Again, the grappler usually does win. A lot of the handicaps yeah, are uh, Spivak. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I get it, too. I mean, like, it makes sense, right? I get it. I just, again, I, I'm not ready to write off Gone just yet. But he might go in there and, and just and blow it, Marcel. I'll be like, damn it, I should have you know, went with the grappler. We'll see what happens. There was a question here I wanted to answer. Oh, the winner of Rose and Furo get a title shot. I mean, I think Blanchfield does. But again, just say Furo goes and knocks Rose out, probably gets a title shot next. You know, it just depends on the fight goes. I, All right. I want to see Blanchfield against the winner of Valentina against Me too. Listen, man, if Furo wins and she does it decisively and they give her a title shot, I wouldn't be a problem with it, you know. No doubt. I'm just looking at the comments again. Marcus is saying he saw Spivak fight. He's impressed by his like grappling. I mean, I, I mean, it's even if you didn't see him fight in person, you can you could be impressed impressed by Marcus. There's no doubt he's a good grappler. It's just the fight that don't he doesn't get to the ground. He gets starched. Um, but we'll see because I know some people are saying that God's not that one punch guy. I kind of agree, but again, he does have power. All right, let's go to the contender series first. So that's it for the UFC Paris preview, guys. Let's yeah, go to the contender. Sure, one sec. I'll pull it up here. All right, guys, just the last thing we'll talk about here. Uh, here we go. I'll pull up the odds as well. Uh, all right, let's go to these fights. All right, let's start with this one, Marcel. We got uh, Dylan Salvador taking in Bolaji Oki, Belgium guy, yeah. right, I think? Yeah, yeah. I've seen the fight often. Salvador's minus 160, Oloki plus 125. You like Salvador? Um, If it stays... Standing, I think Salvador has a good chance. You know, he's, Giga, uh, right? Yeah, he's the guy that beat Giga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And kickboxing, I think he did yeah. well later in MMA as well. But I mean, I know more for from Glory Salvador. You know, and he was I, I never felt like he was like the next level guy in Glory. So I don't know. You know, Bulaji Oki. I know more about him. I've seen him fight more often. Uh, I understand that Salvador is the the favorite, but Bulaji Oki is a fun fighter as well. Um, 
he was supposed to fight for a title here in the Netherlands. Never happened at the LFL, I think it was. Yeah, um, yeah fun fighter to watch and uh, looking forward to this one, man. This actually, uh, I, I hope for 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 Belgium. Uh, Oki what, can get what, this done. promotion, by the way, Atomic. What is that promotion? It's also a Belgian promotion. I think I'm not cool. sure. Yeah, I think it is too. I was just, I haven't heard of it. And I saw the posters. It's kind of cool. Like yeah. The, uh, oh yeah, months. Yeah. 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 All right, next fight, Chandler Cole taking on Thomas Peterson. Thomas Peterson's a huge favorite. My, oh, he's minus 660. Oh, wow, the line really got ahead. It was like minus – it was like – I think he opened at minus 350. Cole plus 420. Yeah, Thomas Peterson wins this fight. He takes down Cole yeah. and ground and pounds him. He gets a UFC contract. I'm 100% convinced he wins. You like mm-hmm. him? Me too. Yeah, yeah. me too. Timothy Kuamba against the Canadian Mateo Vogel. Odds on this one. Vogel minus 160. Kumbamba plus 130. I think Vogel wins. You like him, the Canadian? Yeah, I also have like the urge to pick against a Canadian to be more yeah, level here yeah. because you know I'm just kidding. I think yeah, I would say Fogel as well. Yeah, Battle He fought uh, what's his name, Demont Blackshirt, Demont Blackshirt. And, and he beat Garrett Armfield. So I mean, the guy's got some good experience. Fought in TKO, fought in Battlefield Fight uh, Fight League. Yeah, his two I, losses aren't bad. Demont Blackshirt and Savior Savior Alawi. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, this Kuamba guy again. Don't know a ton about him, but I like what I saw from the other dude. All right, U uh, Street. Uh, Belgari against uh, Marco Tulio Silva, and this is the guy that fought what's his name, Izzy and Pereira, right? Yeah, yeah. and now he's training with Pereira. That's crazy. So he beat Pereira. He beat Jason Wilness, who's another really good kickboxer as well. Um, his odds minus one twenty five, and the other guy's plus one five. So this is actually very close. Mm-hmm. Um, who are you picking? Yeah, it depends what happens. You know, if Marco can get it to the ground, he has a very good chance, Ooh. I think, against Belgari. Although he's not really a ground fighter, but I think he has an advantage there. Um, Balgari has a vanish stand up, you know. Um, yeah. it'll be a fun fight, man. I think it is a close one. I would think really this is probably might be one of the better fights on this, this card. I think Leko Franca is a middleweight, he used to fight like featherweight, didn't he? Lightweight, what the yeah, fuck? I know. Yeah, when did he move to middle, anyways? Uh, yeah. that's interesting. I, I like, I'll say this like, there was that guy a few weeks ago, Cesar Almeida, and his grappling looked amazing, right? So, you never know, like, this guy might come in here, especially training with uh, Glover, but. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. The other guy, again, training with uh, Oliveira and those guys, right? So, yeah, shoot the box, yeah. Yeah, I kind of lean this dude, to be honest with you, the grappling. Yeah. And there's been I a understand. lot of upsets, so. Pardon? Sorry? I understand, yeah. Sorry? I said I understand, yeah, but, yeah, fair but I'll take care of that later. Yeah. Carlos Pratis, not Carlos Pr- Carlo Prater, the former UFC fighter fought Eric Silva <laughs> with Mario Yamasaki. Remember that fight? <laughs> yeah. Takes on Mitch Ramirez here. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Ramirez, my oh no, Pratis minus two thirty. Ramirez plus one seventy. Those like odds Ramirez. kind of surprise me, right? What do you think of that? I like Ramirez in this one. You? He's plus one seventy dog, plus one seventy five. Why is he such a big dog? I have no idea. I mean, the guy is okay. So he LFA, fierce FC. That's in Utah, and then uh, tough enough. And then accent may be Jeremy Holloway. I think former Bellator fighter. Um, yeah, I mean, let me check Pratis out a little bit. All right, 16-6, been submitted three times. Who's he beaten? Okay, he's an LFA guy as well. Did he win the tournament? No, he didn't win the tournament, but uh, he's – all right. So, yeah, again, don't know a ton – I'll be honest, I don't know a ton about these guys, but uh, I'm just a little surprised by the odds being so heavy in this guy's favor considering he has six losses. Yeah, so went over Charles Oliveira, a different, a different one, Charles Oliveira. A different one? Where is it? Where is it? Yeah, you should scroll, scroll, scroll. There you go. There. <laughs> The fake Duke Bronx. Look at this guy. <laughs> Cipriano. What the heck? 
this guy's imagine he fought Charles Rugger, like it was like that Spider-Man thing where they're like pointing at each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who are you picking? Um, I'm picking Mitch Ram Mitch Ramirez to win. There we go. So we got the same picture. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I lean towards him as a as a dog. And again, there's a lot of dogs that win at the show. So yeah. yeah, Chandler Cole, this heavyweight division in regional circuit sucks though, uh Glenn. So it's not, it's hard to get uh you know, good uh, prospects from heavyweight. All right, I think that's it did for you, the, did, the show. Go ahead. Did you watch Road FC or Road to, to UFC Japan? Didn't see it, but I know that there was eight fights and seven went the distance. Okay. <laughs> did you watch it? No, I only saw the finish. Yeah, no, I didn't watch I, it. I, I was too late. I was too late. My boy Rongju won. Do you think he gets back in the UFC, Rongju? Who knows? He's in, the, he's in the tournament, right? If he wins the tournament, yeah. he might be. Yeah. yeah, no, I kind of agree with that. Anyways, are, anything else you want to see, man, or are you good? We're almost went for two hours here. You good? I can I can pull my pants down if you want to see that. No, do 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 do. Just kidding. I don't want to see that. Come on, there's there's children here. Anyways, guys, that's it for the podcast. Appreciate everyone joining in. UFC Paris preview. We'll see what happens. Uh, we did have a consensus dog, Cornell, and then Marcel took Guskovic's uh, dog. I took Rose as a dog, so we had a couple dog picks. Should be a good card. Hope you guys have a great week. Also, Marcel took Mickey as a dog as well. Uh, worth mentioning. But anyways, way, yeah, I hope. Go ahead. Go ahead. I have a trivia for you. Sure. Uh, so. Uh, Porter lost to Junior and Justin Taffa. Which fighter in the UFC actually beat two brothers? You know that. Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. Um, I don't know who is it. Brian Barberina, Joe and Jake Allenberg. Amazing, amazing. I thought it was going to be um the uh, the Dan Miller, Dan Miller and Jim Miller. I thought there's that's what I was thinking just now. I don't but, even uh, know. Maybe they did. <laughs> No, I do not. Not against Brian, but I, it would be, maybe someone did. I don't. I don't know though. Maybe it was just yeah. something I thought about. Um, but yeah, I was gonna say though. I appreciate you guys joining us for the the podcast. Hope everyone has a great week. Marcel, what do you want to plug before you go here? Um, Marcel twenty four Twitter Instagram. I mean, it's never it never changed. Yeah, it changed way back in the day, but that was before I did MMA media thing. Um. Eurosport uh, now makes martial arts actually pretty much it. Um, watch the MMA odds break, MMA OB daily. How do you, how do you can say that better than me? MMA OB daily podcast, right? You got it. With, yeah, yeah, with with Adam Martin, MMA Adam Martin. Give him a follow <laughs> on Twitter. You know, one of the best guys in this shit. You know, I love you know I love Adam. I always do this every week with him. One of the best guys there is. Very good friend of mine. Um, Thanks, buddy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy the, the podcast. Uh, we hope to see you back next week. Then we do the recap of UFC Paris. And we do the preview of UFC 293, Israel Adesanya against Sean Strickland in Sydney. Yep. Excited for that, man. I hope you guys have a great week. Follow the podcast on YouTube. Like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends about it, guys. Appreciate everyone that uh, talked to us. Really quick, I'm going to get these last questions from Patokas because he's always here, sure. and we're, we're going to take his last questions. Harry say Lucas and Fernie are getting cut. I think Lucas will get one more because he's heavyweight. I think Fernie gets cut. Um, Junior Waldo, I think we both talked about that fight. We like that one. Do we know why Lapalus left MMA Factory? Any idea? Uh, it was, I think there's something, about, something with Fernand because yeah. Fernand was managing him as well, and he went to another gym and also to another management. So I don't know exactly. But there is actually... There is an, an interview online on YouTube three or four days ago posted by RMC Sport, and there's like a 30-minute interview with Taylor Lapalus, and it's with English subtitles, so you should maybe check that out. I haven't seen it yet, but I saw it yesterday. Maybe I'll go check it later today. 
fair enough, fair enough. All right, let's uh, let's get out of here, guys. Appreciate everyone tuning in. Um, thanks again, guys, and and I uh, hope you have a great uh, rest of your week. By the way, last one here for Doomby, both the Milianko's great great call there, but not at the UFC. True. Have a great <laughs> call. Have a great weekend, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye.